Hello and welcome to this GBM Media Podcast. You're about to hear Serving Today, a programme for pastors and church leaders. If you're involved in any form of Bible teaching, be that one-to-one or in small or larger groups, Serving Today will be relevant for you. Welcome to Serving Today, the programme for those leading in the Church of Christ. This is Andrew Cook and I'm glad to have your company. The Spirit World, the new series continues. Last time here on Serving Today, we began a new series on the spirit world. Graham Jones, who's helping us with this, gave us his summary of the African spiritual worldview. But how does this worldview fit in with what the Bible teaches? Well, over to Graham. We know that God has revealed in the Bible what is true and right. And the Bible agrees there is only one true and living God, the supreme being. And he is loving and kind. He's also holy, righteous and just. And so the Bible agrees that he lives in heaven. But the Bible teaches that God is not far from any of us. The Apostle Paul, when preaching in Athens, said in Acts chapter 17 verses 26 and 27, From one man God made every nation of men, that they should inhabit the whole earth, and he determined the times set for them and the exact places where they should live. God did this so that men would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from each one of us. Paul says that God has revealed himself, that God has shown himself so that men would seek him and come to know him. Paul taught that this God is not far from any of us. God has shown what he's like, First, by creating the world. From the creation, we see God is different from his creation. He is powerful and sovereign over all of his creation. And he provides for his creation. Let us read Romans chapter 1, verse 20. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that men are without excuse. Secondly, we see even more of what God is like in his word, the Bible. But supremely, we see what God is like in the person of his Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus is fully God and fully man, without being a sinner. And so Paul says we're no longer ignorant about how God deals with us. God deals with us now through the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us continue reading Paul's sermon in in Athens, in Acts chapter 17, verses 30 and 31. In the past, God overlooked such ignorance, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent. For he has set a day when he will judge the world with justice by the man he has appointed. He has given proof of this to all men by raising him from the dead. The man that God has appointed is his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus rose from the dead and is seated at God's right hand. He can bring God to us and he can bring us to God. 
In John chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The Lord Jesus Christ is the only one through whom we can come to God. There is a spirit world, but God doesn't use the beings in that world to deal with us. The only way to come to God is to go directly through his Son, Jesus Christ. Can you perhaps share an example of how the African spiritual worldview is worked out? I went to a a funeral service where I live in Western Kenya and it was said, we are counting on our dear deceased mother to help us to come to God. She has gone before us and will speak up for us. This is wrong thinking. God has appointed Jesus. He is the only one through whom we can come to God. When we are trusting in Jesus, he speaks up for us before God. Jesus is the only one through whom God's blessings will come to our lives. God does not communicate with us by mediums or spirits. The Bible says there is only one who can mediate between us and God, the one God has sent, the Lord Jesus Christ. In 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 4-6, to Paul wrote this, This is good and pleases God our Saviour, who wants all men to be saved and come to a knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Jesus Christ, who gave himself as a ransom for all men. It is not by the world of angels and demons that we come to the living God. It is not by appeasing the spirits of our ancestors or the living dead that God's goodness will then come into our lives. It's only through the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the only mediator. God has given us his word, the Bible, and the Bible teaches us who Jesus Christ is. In African culture, we're used to the fact that to approach the big man, you go to someone who is close to him, or you go to an elder brother, someone who can mediate for you and bring your request to the big man. And I take it by that expression, big man, it means God. Yes, in life, the big man could be a politician or village chief. But we can use that same picture in terms of approaching the God of heaven. The Lord Jesus Christ is the only one God has appointed to mediate between God and mankind. We come to God through faith in Jesus Christ. The risen Lord Jesus is the one seated at God's right hand. He can present our request to God. The Lord Jesus is fully man. He's our elder brother. If we have faith in him, he intercedes on our behalf before the one true living God. And Jesus is not just the only mediator between God and man. Paul here says that Jesus is also the only redeemer between God and man. It's only through the death of Jesus on the cross that we can be saved and have our sins forgiven. Graham, as we close, what dangers does this traditional African spiritual worldview have on people's understanding of God and how he works? Well, let us think of one or two examples. Maybe you know someone who has had frequent illnesses or often fails to get a job or a couple who do not have children and so they're told to go to the witch doctor. 
and the witch doctor has the key to look into the spirit world. He will know if a deceased person or evil spirit is frustrating them. No, no, it's, it's only through the Lord Jesus Christ that God's blessings come upon our lives. It's only to Jesus Christ we need to go to, for God's will and God's plan to be done in our lives. Do you have a, another example? Maybe there is a, an enemy who is uh, blocking you. And this person has a hold over your life because he has plugged into those two layers, the ancestors and the spirits, and you have not. And so with the help of a, a powerful man of God or the local witch doctor, you can outsmart this person on those two layers. And the blessings of God can once again flow into your life. This is not right. If we're trusting in the Lord Jesus for salvation, we're protected from the spirit world. We are safe from any work of Satan to block our lives. It is to Jesus we go. No one, nothing in the spirit world can block God's purposes in our lives when we're trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ. And does this African spiritual worldview affect how people see their church leaders? Yes, it does. Some people look to their pastor as the special man of God to pray for them. They say that he has the power of prayer to bring deliverance or breakthrough into the spiritual realm. He can penetrate those two layers of opposition from the spirit world. Sometimes he's called the powerful prophet of God that brings blessings. But again, here there is a danger. The Bible does not speak of the powerful prophet of God, but of a prophet of a powerful God. And so a godly man of God will encourage you to look to the only mediator, the Lord Jesus Christ. A pastor may pray for you, may encourage you to pray as well, but he will direct you to Jesus, as Jesus is the powerful one who brings God's blessings down. We're to trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. We're to seek God in prayer through the Lord Jesus Christ. It is only the Lord Jesus that can bring God's blessings into our lives. His blessings of love, of forgiveness, of sin, a new life and strength to live for God every day. As we close, let us remember Paul's words in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For me, a weight on my heart, and it is the fact that too many pastors today in Africa are moving away from biblical counseling. They are moving into what has now become sort of a deliverance movement. That's Pastor Conrad Mbewe speaking to us in a previous series. Here he is making the connection between violence in the home and the African spiritual worldview. Instead of going through biblical counseling, it's now simply there is some spirit from your ancestors that is in your husband or in your home that we need to deliver your home from. And so 
we go into the kind of prayers that the priests of Baal were going through, if you remember the story between Elijah and them, sort of chanting all night on top of a hill and so on, and, and finally just making pronouncements that in Jesus' name we've cast out the spirit. Now you can go back home. Come on. <laughs> you know, that's not biblical. Yes, we pray, but in praying, we are asking God for grace. Grace to save, grace to sanctify. And then we have a lot of work on our hands. And the work is to so counsel that biblical principles come into the home so that men can begin to think biblically. That was Pastor Conrad Mbui bringing this second part of the series on the spirit world to a close here on Serving Today. If you'd like to comment or ask questions about anything you've heard, then do get in touch with us. Our details follow in just a moment. So until next time, this is Andrew Cook saying goodbye. And may we serve in the power of Christ, the only mediator between God and mankind. That was Serving Today, a podcast from the Grace Baptist Mission radio team. To get in touch, you can email us. The address is servingtoday at gbm.org.uk or find us on Twitter at servingtodaygbm. You can also search our back catalogue from our webpage www.gbm.org.uk forward slash radio. Thanks for listening and goodbye.